Hello, all of you wonderful humans out there. This is Renee. Welcome back to Slightly Savage. Hope you're enjoying it so far. We're now on episode six. Um, if you've listened to all the other episodes, thank you. If you're just listening to this one, also thank you. Solo host. I do plan on having some friends on in the future just to have some conversation, get some insight. So that should be pretty entertaining. Look forward to that at some point. But right now it's just moi. And yeah, that's how it's going to be for right now. I had some tacos last night and they were so good. And uh, I don't only eat tacos on Tuesdays, but I mean, <clears throat> you know, that's just, you got to get tacos on Tuesday. Well, I don't even know when that became like a thing. I was thinking about that, like, I thought about, <clears throat> about that before. Like, how does stuff become trendy? Like, I mean, tacos, I mean, they've been around forever. I grew up on tacos. Like I said before, like I was, you know, my mom always made a lot of Mexican food. And so it was just always like, you just always like tacos. And I think everybody always did. But now it's like Taco Tuesday and tacos and tequila. Like, why, you know, hashtag tacos. <laughs> like, And I mean, I joined in on it, you know, and like, I just, but I've just always wondered why. And I, I mean, it's got to be social media, why things become like super popular I don't know, maybe it's just like the exposure, like with debt, like I, I'm guilty of like not liking things until I was older too. And maybe it is because of that exposure because I was, I always liked donuts. I mean, I don't know who like dislikes donuts. I mean, even if you're not like obsessed, you still have to kind of like them. They're so fucking good. Um, but I was never like a huge donut person until like the last couple years. Like I just, I don't know. And I don't know it's because they like spruced them up a little bit you know like there's those donut places that just have so much stuff on them and it's just like you could probably only eat one if that I mean I always challenge myself to eat you know one and a half but um it's probably just places like that you know and I think that's why I just like learn to love them more because there's just such a variety of it and maybe that's how like it is with tacos or fucking brunch, you know, brunch is like a super popular thing now. And you just think about like the stuff's always been around. Like it's not, it's not some fucking amazing concept that somebody came up with, but I think it's just, I guess the social media just made things popular, which is pretty cool. But yeah, the tacos were really good. And I love putting um, hot sauce all on them or salsa and my stomach hates me. I don't know why as I've gotten older, like my stomach's become so much more sensitive to hot stuff. I mean, I'm still going to fucking eat it. Because I'm not going to like, you know, not do it because of like something that my body reacts to. It should know by now I'm not stopping. So I need to just get used to it. But yeah, definitely have become more sensitive. Um, I've always loved spicy food. Always just anything hot. Hot sauce. Like I know there's spicy food, you know, in all kinds of like, you know, culinary dishes and cultures and all that. But yeah, I love it all. Um, It just adds something. And I've met people that, like, don't like spicy stuff at all. Like, they can't even handle, I don't even know, like, the tiniest little bit of heat to something, which is just strange to me. I mean, it's not strange, you know, obviously, to each their own, and you like what you like, but I don't know. It's just hot stuff so good. And I, I know, like, I think I ruined it by just eating too much when I was younger, like... 
I don't know, I guess you have to kind of scale back a little bit and pick and choose what you want, you know, to be hot. And I think I just fucking ate like every day, something hot probably every day. I My body just like craves it. I mean, not my body, but like my taste buds crave it. And I have to like put hot sauce on something usually. Now it's more like a couple times a week. I have to eat something hot. But there's these little peppers that, uh, I don't even know what they're called, but they're just like little, really tiny little yellow longer peppers and they have them like in vinegar. And I, I, I want to say the brand is like trappies. They probably have them in, or traps or something like that. They have them in probably other brands, but that's always the one that I remember. And I used to put them like in a piece of bread and put like a tiny little bit layer of mayonnaise on it. And I was saying it sounds so fucking weird and probably gross to people. But that was like my own little pepper sandwich. And I used to fucking eat those. And those suckers are fucking hot. Like those, oh my God, they're so hot. Like, and now like I try to eat them and I can barely eat one. Holy shit, they're fucking hot. So I think that's what did it. I think that's what pushed me over the edge. And now my stomach's like, fuck you, bitch. Like, don't give us any of that shit. But yeah, spicy food's delicious. I can't even narrow down what my favorite salsa would be. I don't know. I like them all. And there's so many different kinds that like, yeah. But I like sweet stuff too. I like spicy and salty. And then I also like sweet. I have to go in like a cycle. Does anybody else have to like eat? Like if I eat, if I know I'm going to eat dessert, like do you like have something salty and then you got to go sweet and then you almost like you have to go like eat something salty again? Or in the morning, if I want to have like oatmeal or something sweet for breakfast and I've had my coffee, I always have to eat like a couple of like salty chips before I eat my breakfast because I can't go like directly from my coffee to oatmeal or whatever, just because I do put sugar in my coffee. I don't put a lot. I don't like my coffee super sweet, but it still has that taste of sweet, you know, of sweetness of sugar. So I have to, I have to do the sweet salty cycle. It just, it never ends. I mean, you could probably go on forever, but I would say, I don't know, maybe I'm a 60, 40 snacker. I like 60% salty and 40% sweet. I know there's people that could just eat candy constantly and I Trust me, I could fucking get down on some candy. Gummy worms are like my weakness. Um, but I don't know. Most of the time I'm going to go for something salty if I'm hungry or I want a snack. But I'm not going to like go against anything sweet either. So that's why I like road trips because you just fucking pack on the snacks. Just mindlessly shoving them into your mouth while talking. Or like, you know, if you're talking to whoever you're driving with, or if you're not talking, then just fucking shoving them in your mouth and reading or listening to music. So yeah, snacks are a must on the road trips. I did start making that gym list. Um, I'll probably go through one thing each episode because it is a long list. So <laughs> the segment things people do at the gym that annoy me, feel free to email or whatever and what annoys you at the gym because I know I can't be the only person that goes through these things. The first, I don't, this is probably number one. Um, this has always annoyed me and I feel like this is like fucking gym etiquette 101. But re-rack your weights. Like I just don't understand how people can't grasp that concept. 
re-rack your fucking weights. That means when you're done with with weights, if you're working with the free weights, I'm not talking about machines, obviously, but I'm talking about like, you know, free weights where you use plates to put on the machine. Just take them off when you're done. It's not that fucking hard. And I can't tell you how, every time I'm at the gym, probably there's always, there's, I have to always fucking take plates off because whatever jackass was using it before me, just felt the need to leave them on there like a rude motherfucker. I think that that drives me so up the wall because it's rude. It's rude. And and 90% of the time, I will tell you, it's fucking dudes that do it. I don't think I've ever watched a female do it. I mean, I'm sure it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. Like, I know it. I know it probably happens. Uh, but I literally sat there and I've watched... I've watched guys walk away from the fucking thing. And it's like, it's too, it's because I'm so far away. I can't like run up and like stop them. I'm I'm waiting for the day where I'm like right next to somebody and they do it. I've thought about that so many times. It's like I've played it in my head what I'm going to say. I mean, I'm kind of, I get like, I just, I don't, I don't like confrontation. So to a point like obviously like if someone's yelling at me or attacking me or attacking something that I think needs to be stood up for I'm going to say something but outright just saying something because like I said I don't like rude people I don't like to come off as rude but there's those times where you just can't give a fuck and you have to say something you know and I think I will be especially if I'm fucking PMSing and I'm irritated I'm gonna say I like I'm just so sick of it and I've just watched it. I've watched it happen. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy's just walking away from that. And it's like, most of the time, it's like a fucking leg press machine where there's like fucking eight plates on, eight 45 pound plates on there. And it's just annoying. It's annoying for me to have to go up and take every single one of them off. Oh my God. It drives me so fucking crazy. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. It's not that fucking... I know I said this. It's not that hard. Just fucking do it. I always do it. I see most people do it. But there's always those guys that fucking just don't give a shit. So yeah, that's like, that's probably the number one thing that annoys me. Because it's just rude. Oh my god. And speaking of that, so I was <laughs> I was at the gym last week. And uh, I went up, of course, it was a leg press machine. And there wasn't that many. So there was four or 45 pound plates. But still annoying, obviously. So I went up to the one side and I was taking one off and this older guy, he wasn't that old. I don't, I don't even know. I can't tell people's ages anymore, but he was probably like four, like mid, mid forties, late forties. I don't watch. He was probably fucking like my age, but he, uh, he was doing like a squat. He was at the squat rack, which was kind of like diagonal from where I was. And he came over and he started helping me. And so, but it wasn't, he wasn't using the leg press. So I knew it wasn't him. Um, but I think he was just trying to be nice so he helped me or whatever, and I said, you know, I had my my earbuds in or my fucking knockoff AirPods <laughs> in my ears, so I wasn't going to take them out. But I just, I looked at him and I mouthed, you know, thank you. He's like, okay. And then he like, you know, went back to what he was doing. And so I did a set, and then I went to take off my, you know, my plates, and I was going to go add um, the 45s because I was, you know, I was warming up. And then I took those off, and then he like came over again and like started helping me again and at that point I'm like okay this is like at first it was nice and I'm not gonna say it was creepy but I'm just like okay dude 
I didn't notice until I had, well, I had turned around to take my plate back to the, the other rack. And I hear this, like through my music, I hear this, hey, and it's him. And I turn around and he's like showing me that he has like a 45 pound plate that for me to put on, you know, the leg press. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And I'm like, you really had to yell across the gym. I mean, it wasn't across, but like yell that for me, like. I didn't want to be a bitch and be like, oh, I can do it myself. Cause you know, like, I think that's kind of like, someone's just trying to help you. But at the same time, it was crossing that kind of, you know, that line of like starting to be a little creepy dude. Like, okay. Like I got my plates. Thank you. I don't know. It was just funny, but I, I fucking sat there and I waited for him to get done at the, his squats before I got up again, because I was like, I don't want this dude to help me. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I get weird about my my space and and people at the gym, which we're obviously going to, but yeah, I don't know. Fucking re-rack your weights, please. I feel like I don't have to say that to most people. Like, that's common sense. Like I said, I started going to the gym when I was in fucking high school, and that was always, like, people always said, like, you see them. The rules, like, are plastered all over the gym, and not that anybody gives a shit, but, like, I always knew, like, you just fucking re-rack your weights. That's what you do. You're using that machine. Be considerate, and fucking do what you need to do it's so frustrating so yeah um we'll have to see what number two is next week and okay so (laughs) I don't know what it is late I mean I know what it is lately but so I have been so horny that dude's arms are like driving me crazy and I'm not talking about like at the gym because I mean yeah obviously you know when you see like a nice pair of arms fucking doing some bicep curls or whatever yeah like that looks great I'm just talking about like driving down the street oh man I don't even know why and I'm like I know that's like that's like how I'm like I'm just that fucking horny where dude's arms are turning me on like when they're perched up on like the the door, you know, and like you you know you're kind of driving up next to a car and you just see the dude's arm like perched. I'm not even talking about like super nice arms, you know. I'm not talking about like ripped fucking where you could see every muscle. I'm just like, I don't know. It's just something about the way their arm like leans on the on the door where the this sounds so stupid, and you can just see like see it. I don't know. Or like sometimes when they're like gripping the steering wheel and like and then you know you can kind of see their arms flexed. Oh my God. I don't know what it is about that, like that image. And like I said, it sounds so fucking stupid, but oh man, that's a good one. I like looking at that. I like looking at dudes' arms when they're driving. That's so weird. But it has been a while. So I was divorced two years ago. Um, and I haven't really dated. Uh, I mean, I, I so I have dated. You know, I've been on the apps, which that's a whole other fucking segment as well. Like, nightmare. Oh, my God. <sighs> I've been off and on or on and off the apps um, for probably, I don't even know, like, probably a year and a half. Um, And it's just, oh, my God. Fucking, like I said, a nightmare. Um, So... So anybody that I've dated or anything like that, anybody that I've had relations with have been, you know, pretty few and far between. And I just haven't really had any, like, great sex, you know, to say. I mean, for me, like, I just haven't been 
satisfied um, to the point to where I'm like, yeah, like I could date this person or I could, you know, have a sexual relationship with this person. It just hasn't happened for me. Um, like I said, I just, I have certain criteria that I want. And like the last couple of times that I've had sex, that criteria has not been there for me. And like I said, it's been very few and far between. Like, I'm not totally not shaming anybody. Like, I, I'm a believer and you fucking do what you want to do. You know, have as much sex as you want as long as you're being safe, you know, about it. And there's consent. Like, fucking rock on with the sex. But I think I'm to the point where I'm like, I think it's called, I know there's like sapio or sapio. I think it's sapiosexual. And then there's demisexual, and I'm to the point now where I think I'm demi just because, um, like I said, the last few times I've done anything, it just has been, like, not not good. Um, but I think, like I said, part of that is because I'm the demisexual, which is you have to have, like, an emotional connection with somebody. And I'm not saying that even if you have emotion, an emotional connection, like, the sex is going to be mind-blowing because that's obviously, like, a whole other area. You know, like they're obviously separate, but they're also connected. And I think that if you are attracted to the person and, you know, emotionally attracted to them as well, then then the sex is going to be good for you. So I think like I just need to have like a good connection with somebody because I'm just not like I don't do, you know, I'm not a one night stand person. Am I saying it's happened or am I saying it hasn't happened? No, I mean, and not even, like, a true one-night stand. Like, I've had it to where, you know, like, there's hookups and stuff like that. But, um, but like I say, it just doesn't have, it doesn't do it for me. So, I'm still waiting for that. Um, I don't know. It's just, dating's hard. Dating sucks when you're older. Um, it doesn't get any better. Now, I know why when I was married, people would always be like, Ooh, don't be single when you're older. You're glad, you know, just be glad you're married. And it's like, okay, you know, you don't listen to anybody. You're just like, whatever, because they're not, you know, if you're not in the same situation as somebody, you don't fucking know. But it's like, it is no joke. And now I'm like, now I know why people that are older and single say that because it is, it just gets harder and it's not impossible, but you know, I have my standards and I'm, you know, I can be picky, which like I said, this will be. I got to come up with a good dating name for this, uh, this segment, but uh, we'll go over all the interesting dating things older people go through. Not even older people, just anybody. I mean, dating right now in general, like in this era, and I'm not just talking about COVID era. I'm just talking about now since like, you know, Tinder blew up and all that stuff. Like I think it's made dating very difficult and like a fucking shit show, which is entertaining to say the least, but you know, there is that frustration but, but yeah, anyways, to wrap that up, um, super fucking horny. And I know a lot of people go through that and it's people that are, you know, that have been single for a while. Like you have to be horny. I mean, that's a natural human. I don't even know. Is it an emotion? What is horniness called? A feeling? An urge? Oh no, I'll have to look that one up. Arousal. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's natural. So, you know, there's certain things that I look at that I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I'm so fucking horny right now. I'm so turned on. I just want to hump that arm, that fucking arm perched up on that door in that car. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my Lord. Sapio, oh, sapiosexual is um, 
Okay, so demi is emotional, sapio. I think it's, I hope I'm saying that right. Maybe I need to Google that, sapio. I think it's sapio though. It's S-A-P-I-O. So I think that's when like you have to be like, you're attracted to like intelligence. Like that really turns you on, which obviously, yeah, I mean, somebody that's super intelligent, like that's hot. But um, yeah, I think like you have to have like an intelligent, like a fucking mind connection with somebody. I think that's what sapio is. All right, so I said I was going to make a list of movies. Um, so these, I made a list of four because, you know, there's always like top three, top five. But you know what? I couldn't come up with a fifth one, so fuck it. Mine, I'm just going to have a top four. <laughs> I'm going to be different. So these are movies that I've seen. I don't know if they're really like super um, like underground. Like they're obviously movies probably a lot of people have heard of. But I don't know if they've watched. Um but yeah, these just are not like super, super well-known movies. Um, I don't even know if you'd call them cult movies because they're not like, I don't feel like they are, but maybe they are. <clears throat> so the first one was um, Requi- <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Um, that one was, God, that came out when I was like younger. I don't even like early, like mid-90s maybe. I think it was like mid-90s. Um I guess I could look the years up on this, but I'm going to get too, like, you know, in detail with it. But this one has Jared Leto is in it and Jennifer Connelly. Um, they are, they get into drugs and they start using heroin. And so it just kind of show, shows them, like, the like the stuff that they go through, like, the cycle that they go through, you know, and how bad it gets with that. Very, very, like, intense movie. Um, very emotional um, not like crying emotional, but like just like you're just kind of like in awe. And there's a part, oh my god, oh this thing, this like image haunts me forever. Um, obviously it was fake in the movie, but you can like this shit happens in real life. Like you just have to, you have to know that. But there's a part in it where he's injecting heroin into his arm, and his arm's like so contused and bruised, and like, oh. <laughs> just thinking about that fucking part and it's ugh and they they show the needle like going into it and it looks like infected oh my god fuck dude it's so gross but like you can't look away at the same time but yeah very intense movie but it's also really good because like I said it just kind of gives you insight on that whole you know that whole unhealthy you know life that um that those people go through that, you know, have to deal with heroin addiction. Um, yeah, that one's one. Um, a next one kind of staying on the, the whole drug, um, topic is brick. Uh, I watched this, I don't even, this is when I was a little bit older, but it's my sister actually told me about this one. Um, and it's with Joseph Gordon Levitt. And I remember, I don't remember the other people weren't big actors in it, but I know Megan good is in it as well. Um, not like super huge part, but she's in it as well. Um, and that's also about, um, like drugs the, well, he thinks, so his girlfriend like goes missing, he gets a call from her and they're in high school and then they find her body. So he tries to figure out what happened. So it's, it's basically about him like retracing all the steps and it just goes into all this stuff and he has to, he's kind of not a nerd, but he's kind of like in his own little group of friends. So he has to like ask all these popular people that he thinks that she was involved with and like it comes down to like obviously like gr- or um drugs like kind of you know run rampant amongst the 
amongst the groups of kids. That one's pretty dark. That's a pretty dark movie, um, but it's good, and it's called Brick. Uh, another one is Eyes Wide Shut, which is a Stanley Kubrick film, and that one was like one of his last movies. That one's with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I feel like most people have heard of that one, um, but like I said, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking, there's an orgy in that. There's a lot of sex in that one. So if you like sex in movies, that's that's a good one. Um, but yeah, that one's kind of dark too. Um, I like it. I like weird, like I said, I like weird shit. So I've seen that one a couple of times. Because I, I saw it, you know, like, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 years ago. And then I watched it again, like the past couple years. Probably like twice. Um, but yeah, that one's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, it's, I don't know. He goes through, I don't even know where to start with that one, but no, I think, I, I think, like I said, it's got like an, it's got an interesting, crazy orgy and all these people have like masks on. And I don't know if you, like I said, if you like weird stuff like that, get into it. Um, and then the last one is one that I saw when I was like a fucking junior high. Another one that like me and my sister were obsessed with (laughs) that we would watch, And I've asked so many people if they've heard of this movie and, like, nobody has. And I don't know how. I mean, I know, like, it probably just wasn't promoted. Um, I don't even know if it was in the theaters. It's not like a B movie, but it's, like, I don't even know. Because it has two, like, big actors. But um, I guess she wasn't huge at the time. But Reese Witherspoon is in it. And Kiefer Sutherland's in it. And it's called Freeway. Just Google it. Just look it up. This movie is fucking insane. Like, the shit that she goes through. I don't even, like, I can't even explain it. But she, like, grew up in a trailer park. Or she's staying with her grandma, I think. And it's kind of based on, so it's not based on, but it has, like, the theme of, like, Little Red Riding Hood. Um, So it's, like, she's her. And then Kiefer Sutherland's, like, the big bad wolf. <laughs> Dude, fucking insane. Like, you just have to watch it. And he keeps, like, popping back up in her life. And she's trying to get away from him. And she's going... She goes through all this shit. Like, she goes to jail. It's fucking insane. And I... Like, I want to watch it again. Because I haven't seen it in forever. But it's pretty... Like, it's funny. And then it's, like... it's. I think it's, like, funny. But it's scary. It's not scary. But, like, a thriller at the same time, I guess. Like, just fucking watch it. If anybody does watch it when they're fucking bored and you see it, tell me what you think because it's it's just one of those you you just can't stop like laughing about because it's just ridiculous. But yeah. So those were the top four. Requiem for a Dream, Brick, Eyes Wide Shut, and Freeway. Um, I'll probably try to think of some more. But I like suggestions too. So tell me if there's any other movies, especially like comedies. I feel like there's some comedies that like aren't mainstream and then I like that but then they become like super mainstream and then you're like oh man and you feel like you know you always feel like you had that like commitment to them that you're like I fucking watched that first like I saw that before it fucking blew up and all that stuff so but it's hard to find more like because I feel like comedies become super popular like grandma's boy um oh my god please watch grandma's i've told so many people about this that movie is so fucking hilarious and that one was from a long time ago too i want to say like early early 2000s um but yeah and like when i first watched it um my besties they like we I remember watching it at their apartment and we were fucking dying because they watched it and then they told me about it 
and uh, and then I like of course like we all became obsessed with it but that one's so funny and then, but then I feel like a lot of people started like hearing about it and like watching you know so that became popular but that was another one that was kind of like under the radar for a while and then like a lot of people I think started watching that so but yeah movies under the radar I like those um or shows too I'll have to think of some shows but and like Netflix obviously is, has tons of them that you know people be like oh have you watched this no and then you learn about stuff that way so but hope you liked the list hope you liked the episode um the closer it is smarts melt hearts oh so sweet anyways stick around if you want to hear a review on something cool all right thanks guys Hello and welcome back to the review part of this episode. Today's review is going to be on a company and a couple products that I bought from them and it is Tower 28 Beauty. Um, I first discovered them, I think at Sephora. Um, They do sell their products at Sephora. I don't know if it's all of their products or just a couple um but their main one is the one that I saw there and I didn't buy it immediately but then I kind of thought about it and I read reviews and I went on to actually buy it from their website directly because I believe it was sold out at Sephora which it always is and it's always sold out on their website as well you can usually get their um trial or not the trial the travel size which is what I had to do this last time, uh, but it is their Daily Rescue Facial Spray, and it's the SOS, which is the Save Our Skin. This stuff is amazing. It is uh, just like a refreshing spray. You can use it any time of day. I prefer to use it right after my toner. I don't use it as a setting mist or anything like that, which you totally can. I just prefer to use it on bare skin or you know slightly bare skin. Um, before my moisturizer as well but this stuff it just heals your skin it's eczema friendly I don't have eczema um, I don't believe that I do sometimes I get some dry patches but I don't think it's as severe as eczema but if you do suffer from that this stuff really helps Um, it's pH balanced it's 100% natural it's clinically proven and dermatologist tested the really cool stuff about this is that it has an ingredient in it that is called I think it's called hypochlorous acid and that's also probably what gives it um it does have a slight smell to it it kind of smells like chlorine it doesn't bother me it totally dissipates like within a minute and uh, but it might bother some people but like I said it doesn't bother me I will totally put up with it like I said I think it kind of smells good it's that weird pool not a bad pool smell but it's like I said a slight chlorine I always liked that smell so it doesn't bother me Uh, it's alcohol free fragrance free oil free hypoallergenic Um, it's really good for sensitive skin it just helps your skin look better and feel better it's really refreshing um, the hypochlorous acid in it, that's an ingredient found in your own white blood cells. So it's really good also on cuts or anything like that. It just helps your body kick into immune gear when you use it and it helps you heal faster. Um, like I said, with the eczema or any cuts too, just spray it on there and it totally speeds up that process, especially with breakouts. Um, anytime I've had like, you know, a pimple or two, this has definitely helped that. 
and with the mask wearing, you know, lately, it's definitely helped as well. I've noticed that I've gotten really irritated around my nose and chin, not, uh, and I'm sure some people are breaking out, you know, just wearing the mask. Uh, if you wear makeup or even if you don't wear makeup, it's constricting airflow. It's trapping all that bacteria in there. So you're going to have, you know, your skin's going to change a little bit. So this is actually why I reordered it and I forgot how much I loved it. And you don't really notice the effects until you stop using it. And not that like if you stop using it, you're just going to all of a sudden break out or anything like that. But you will just be like, "Mm, my skin looks, you know, really good before what's changed. And kind of the same thing with using it. You're not going to notice any crazy, amazing things overnight. But the more you use it, you're going to notice that your skin has like a glow to it. It feels softer. Um, But just definitely adding this into your routine helps. I love this stuff. Like I said, they're always sold out. The reviews, you know, definitely speak for it. Um, it has a lot of great reviews. So definitely check this out. It's like I said, it's the Daily Rescue Facial Spray. Good stuff. And I also from them bought their Shine On Lip Jelly, which holy shit, the best lip gloss I've ever used in my life. And that is saying something because I've used a lot. I know anybody that loves lip gloss has probably tried tons of different ones from tons of different brands. One thing, you know, there's there's a couple things you can like about a lip gloss um, and you usually don't get all of them in one, <laughs> unfortunately. But Tower 28 lip glosses are, I don't even, I don't, I don't have a negative thing to say about them. They're moisturizing. The formulation is incredible. The shine makes your lips look amazing. The color, their colors aren't super opaque. Uh, They just did come out with a couple of new ones, which is super cute. They based them all off of non-dairy milks. I think I just bought two. I I got the oat one, and I think it's the almond one. It was like a, a nude, kind of a nude color, and then like a slightly pinkish nude color. Not, like I said, not very opaque. It doesn't give you a lot of color, but just kind of like a wash of color. Their original lip jellies have just like a sheer tint of color, so they're more clear, but they have that beautiful shine. I put that on my lips even just if my lips are dry. Uh, It has, the, like I said, the consistency is super smooth. It's not sticky at all. It's almost addicting, but not addicting like in the way that Carmex is addicting. Just addicting is to where like your lips just feel so great with it on. $14, I believe. Not super cheap, but also compared to some other glosses, if you do buy yours from Sephora or anywhere else, higher-end glosses, um, it's not too much. And like I said, the, but it's totally worth it. The size, I want to say, is like, I don't really know, lip gloss size. I don't have it in front of me. I know, I think I think I looked at it. It is point like one three, which doesn't seem like a lot. I have a couple of them. Like I said, I use them pretty often. And I it's... You're going to have it for a long time. Even if you use it every day, I would imagine that you would have it for months because you don't need that much at all. And it's just, it's going to, you know, the tube's pretty good size. So totally worth it in my opinion. Love it. They do have a couple other, they have a cheek tint and I believe they have a new, or not a new, but another product that just won an award, an Allure award. And that is the, it's like a highlighting balm and you, um, 
can use it on its own, you know, just like on bare skin, just to give your skin like a, a nice glow or a glisten. You can use it over makeup. You can use it um, as a base for highlighter, which is probably what I would do. My skin is oily kind of combination. So unfortunately with certain products like that, I can't use just because it does make it more oily. Super sad because I love all of those, but you know, you can always find certain ways you can tweak certain products to, to fit to your skin's needs or your desires or your wants as far as what you want, you know, to get out of the product. So you can obviously find different ways to use it, but that's another one. I do want to check out their cheek tints um, as well. So tower 28, amazing products. Like I said, I just tried the two, but totally worth it. I'm going to continue to buy both of those products. So yeah, check it out. It's at Sephora. And like I said, you can get directly on their website as well. Thanks for listening.